Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode 109. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettison. With me as always, my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella, back from the banks. Titanium. Professor, how are you doing? Good. Yeah. We haven't talked much. No, you know, it, it's... And there's a lot that's dropped, so... Yeah, um, we've got a lot to go over today. I mean, it, it literally, in the... Re- I'm, I'm titling this episode, uh, Trailers Dropping Everywhere. It seems like all of a sudden everybody wanted to drop a trailer for whatever the hell they had going on. Yeah. Which is good for us. At least yeah. we have something to talk about. Um, and we've got more coming. So that that's great. In some ways, we kind of get an idea of what's happening. We've got some good trailers to talk about that are giving us even more information about what we, we thought might be going on in some yeah. of these projects. Um, so anyway, yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. We. We'll Master Sunday, it. what'd you do for Master Sunday? You said you you got out and shot a couple of holes with your wife. Yeah, I played with the wife. We had some had some fun. You know, she wanted to. She's now playing once a week. You know, nine holes once a week, and so she wanted to go out and practice a little bit. So yeah, it was a beautiful weekend. I mean, it, unbelievable, a little cool, yeah. but it was like just you could just tell spring is yesterday here. was absolutely spectacular. Yeah, nice chill in the air, but yeah. sunny. It's like it was like brisk, I'll take it all day. brisk, but it was you know all pleasant. day. Yeah, pleasant. Sign me up all day. Well, that's great. Let's get into it, Professor. Yeah, well, let's uh, thank the patrons, the listeners that bring the show to you. Patreon.com slash supertalk is how you become a member. If you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash supertalk and you become a patron. Just donate a dollar every time we come out in the episode and our patrons are the best. We love them. So uh, if you want to join, we'll send you some some swag. We'll send you some gifts. Join the patronship. Uh, pa- Patreon.com slash supertalk. Uh, Speaking of swag and gifts. Yeah. I'm in the doghouse. Why's that? I pulled the trigger on something I probably shouldn't have. What'd you pull the trigger on? I spent some money on some real serious swag. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was bored. And uh, <laughs> You got the itch. Uh, yeah. I, was, I was on some shopping sites, yeah. designing some stuff. and my, my lovely trophy wife is not very happy with me. But you know what? When they come in, it's going to be killer. I got something for you. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. I, I look forward to it. I, yeah. You know, it, it's uh, it's all anytime the the swagmobile comes uh, and delivers stuff to Titanium's house, it's yeah. always a good day. Whenever so. Titanium gets bored, yeah. the swagmobile tends to pull up out front. So, yeah. <laughs> nice, we got some stuff, really cool oh, stuff. Cool. That'll be cool. Time. And, and uh, as a matter of fact, um, good friend of the show, our friend Luis, uh, is now um, I understand has taken a new job out at a place out in Ashburn and okay. one Loudon and uh, he's told me that uh, they may be looking for a live um, audience type type of event sometime here in the near future and he'd like us to come out and host an event at his place so uh, I told him you know where to contact us. I mean, SuperTalkPod at Outlook.com or at SuperTalkPod on Twitter. The answer is always yes. Yes. Uh, A live broadcast. Yes. We'll Uh, do it. Get in front of the fans, answer some questions. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. So maybe we'll. So here's what I'm thinking. And I don't know how this is going to pan out. We'll have to figure this out because this may be. I mean, this is like three and a half weeks from now. Um, Maybe we do our Guardians review episode from there. 
Mm. Okay. Which is early May. So um, let's think about it. We'll, we'll, sure. we'll put our heads together. We'll talk about it. I'm I'll, all in. I'll get in touch. So, Luis, if you're out there, please get in touch with me, and we'll uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah, three and a half weeks, the swag should be in. So. Yeah. And right. our good friend, uh, huge super fan of the show, Greg Vira, I got something for him, too, coming. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into the review section. And as, as I mentioned at the top of the show, um, after our last show, it seems like over the next like five days, we got like every trailer released online. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into to every one that we saw, and we'll kind of give our thoughts and impressions of them. Um, the Blue Beetle trailer uh, dropped. Uh, so this is, and again, this is a one of those leftover projects that um, DC had on the slate. Um, before James Gunn and James Saffron t- took over um, and built their kind of vision for the DC universe. You and I, uh, huge fans of the character, um, yeah. just from, Young frankly, Justice. Young Justice, yeah. you know, the, the show, uh, and some of the animated movies that, that DC has done yeah. featuring the Blue Beetle character. <clears throat> uh, really, really fantastic character and, and very dip and, uh, deep and rich you know, with some storylines that they can kind of go into, which we might get some of this in the movie. So we were really excited about this. Originally, it was going to be a series on HBO Max. Right. They then turned it into a movie. Added some budget to it. Oh, yeah. And they pumped it up big time. They said, hey, we want to put some special effects in this thing, and so we need to make it You think it they movie. took some of the budget away from Batgirl to put it in? <laughs> <laughs> Very well could be the case. Could have been. Huh? Um, but anyway, we saw the trailer for this. Uh, good cast. I, I think the, the cast is very good, and it looks like... They've diverted a little bit from the true kind of comic book backstory for right. Jaime Reyes. So, yeah. and again, uh, there are three different iterations of the Blue Beetle, char- Beetle character in the DC comics. Yeah, from like 1939 is yeah. when it first came out. Yeah, and very different. Uh, but the, the the version that we know and have known from uh, Young Justice was Jaime Reyes, yeah. a young uh, Hispanic um teenager in the comic books teenager. which is one of the criticisms from el paso of, texas yeah right? which i'll they get into that. right mexican-american um and he gets uh a, you know a scarab a, this beetle uh, uh he bonds with it and it attaches to his body and has all gives him all kinds of abilities but also there's it's kind of sentient you see that in the trailer yeah yeah it's sentient has its own um mind and kind of they they end up finding ways to cooperate but the beat uh, which we find out much later. Well, the later scarab on. is basically alien tech, right? It's alien tech developed by it's sentient AI, alien technology yeah. that is sent to a world by to, the reach by this. Yeah, come on, you're spoiling everything. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I did, I, I'm all right. Go yeah, ahead. but anyway, sent 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 to planets to basically uh, dominate a planet or uh, make it ready for. Um, Takeover, right? And inhabitation by the Reach. Okay. Um, so we learn a lot about that. I'm hoping the movie kind of gets into some of that. My only, again, the special effects oh. looked amazing. Yeah. The suit looked amazing. Did you ever see that movie, The Giver? Do you ever see that movie? No. It's called The Giver, and it's very similar. It's this alien technology that kind of fuses itself to this guy's spine and creates this symbiote like suit. And he like, it's really cool. I'd highly suggest it even now. It's kind of a cool movie, but it's very similar to that. So this, this has got vibes of that. Yeah. Um, but I was very surprised at how well they did the suit and what it looked like on wow, screen. It was, it was really good. Um, 
My only criticism, I, I again, I think that, you know they've got um, a really good cast. Uh, uh, what's uh, George Lopez? George Lopez plays mm-hmm. the father. Looks like they've got the uncle, whole f- uncle, uncle, the uncle. uncle. The whole family's in the in the movie. Yeah. Um, there, are, it looks like there are allusions to the previous Blue Beetle. Um, and he, who's got kind of a bat cave. He's kind of a Batman type of technology. Oh yeah. Those suits in that, like that one scene, it looks like a and lair. The thing they're flying around in. Yeah. It's the, the old blue beetles oh, yeah. lair. So oh, those um, suits are reminiscent of comic book, old blue beetles. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And we're, I, we actually, I believe might meet the old blue beetle in the oh, movie too. So, interesting. um, yeah, I don't want to get into too much of that. It might be spoiler territory, but. Um, Wasn't Jason Sudeikis attached to this at some point? Yeah, that's the rumor is that oh, he's going to be. That's cool. Well, you're just dropping all kinds of uh, spoiler bombs. Hey, today, man, I'm, I'm I'm sitting here listening to the professor. I'm learning so much. Um, I'm learning. So, uh, yeah, but I, I my only criticism and, and valid or not, I, I think the actor they chose to portray Jaime Reyes is well known, has a following, is one kind of one of the younger stars, you know, of Hispanic descent, and and I like the kid. I, I think he's you know going to do very well. My only criticism is I wanted a younger Jaime Reyes. Jaime oh. Reyes in the comics and even in the animated uh, TV shows and movies that they've done, I would say is maybe in the fourteen year old range. Oh wow, you know, fourteen okay. to fifteen year old. Mm-hmm. This guy is probably a 23 to 24 year old guy playing a 19 year old guy. Yeah. You know, um, he just seems a bit too old, old. for me. Uh, and again, I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I'm not saying it's yeah. a bad decision, but I really wish they would have at least skewed a little bit younger on the Jaime Reyes character. Your comic book truest. And that's, yeah, I get it. I get it. I yeah. like the kid. Isn't he in uh Cobra Khan yeah. or something? I, yeah. That, and that's uh, kind of where he was known from that, his Cobra Kai. Okay. Yeah. So, I, and again, uh, who knows? I'm sure he's, he's going to do a great job. And and one of the things that they don't have to worry about, and I think this is one of the things that the studios have struggled with over the years, is when you cast a younger character to portray a comic book hero or a comic book villain or whatever, um, you really have to do so many movies so quickly because they'll age out of it eventually. They'll yeah. get too old. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, look what we just saw in the Shazam movie. Um, you know, all those kids that played the Shazam kids, you know, in the first movie were like adults, <laughs> basically yeah. adults now. Adults. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That was one of my biggest. Well, I had a lot, of, but but you can't make it a movie every year. I no, mean, you, you can't. can't yeah. You know? It's impossible. But um, you're right. Uh, I, so overall feelings towards the trailer. What'd you think? I'm excited for it. And um, I think James Gunn has he hasn't openly come out and said Blue Beetle. We is part of the future of the DCU, but he has been very ambiguous about the character to the extent where I think he believes it should be or could be part of their future. So would you say, or would you agree or concur allegedly part of the DC future? Yes. I think he's, he's allegedly made, right. He's made it at least to some extent clear that he wants this character yeah. and this version of the character to be part of his his and, and frankly because it's disconnected there's no could they have tied it into the Snyderverse or what was going on yes i'm, I'm sure they could have eventually yeah. uh but they chose not to maybe that may being the fact that it is standalone means that they can tie it into a future 
you know, smart James Gunn, smart not saying anything until it comes out and see the success. If it absolutely blasts it, I mean, he's going to have to make room for it somewhere. Um, is my feeling, but I think he is. I think he's got a feeling that um, he wants Blue Beetle in his in the future, some way, some shape or form. I like the trailer a lot. I thought the special effects were awesome. I think the suit looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's very cool. Uh, the power set, which you know, you and I are very um, have very opinionated uh, mindset on power sets, and I think it's really cool. I think it's great. Well, so, they, I think they did. They were as comic book accurate as they could be. Um, you know, look, the suit can pretty much do almost anything. You know, uh, can uh, change form, can, you know, create weapons out of itself. And, you know, it can do a lot of stuff. And, and it looks like that's what they did here. Again, big departure. I mean, I, again, I look at what Marvel did with Ms. Marvel and how they chose to render those powers. And it was just a huge mistake. And yeah. it looks like. They're at least staying true to the way the, the Blue comics, Beetle yeah. comic books, even though the origin story has differed quite a bit. Yeah, um, how he still, gets the scarab right. and how he, you know, it, it's very different. Um, and it looks like they're um, they're following some of the comic book origin story as far as some of the characters that are going to be in the movie, but not fully. So we'll, we'll see. A couple of things I noticed and interesting that, that we could probably talk about is I really didn't get a sense of the big bad. I know Susan Sarandon is. The head of Cord is it Cord or something Corporation? Yeah, and it's her corporation that they steal the scarab from, and she wants it back. And she even says in the trailer, you know, it chose you, but it's mine. And something nefarious is going on at this corporation. Obviously, um, well, the big secret is her brother, right? Was the old Blue Beetle? Was the old, oh okay, yeah, okay in the comics. So he well, might. Maybe in the movie too. Uh, I see. So, and that's why I don't want to get too much into it because there may be some things that the movie is is at least trying to keep from us that are kind of part of the plot that we'll figure. That yeah, out. definitely. Uh, uh, also, there was um, rumors that uh, the in- instructable, di- instructable. I didn't, I didn't say that right. Instructable, instructable man. Um. Instructable. I, I guess that's the wrong word. Anyway, there's no sense of really what the big villain is here, you know, like who the big villain is, uh, which might be really cool to kind of find that. Well, out. again, this and this is the first first trailer. trailer yeah. So this movie is August. Yeah. Movies coming uh, out in August. Okay. So we have time. I mean, they're definitely going to be doing some more marketing, ramping up. And I we may get some more details about the plot at some point in time. Yeah. And um, if some of those rumors that you mentioned are true. I'd My feeling is that, you know, if, if I'm not saying that's the case, but if Jason Sudeikis is in the movie, look, his television show just happens to be airing right now and it's in the final season and it's going to end, you know, in, in another couple of weeks. Right. And boy, wouldn't that be a great reveal kind of right before the month of before the movie's going to come out to huge kind of pull, the, yeah. huge star yeah. pull. That's yeah. for sure. So we'll uh, what do you feel about that comment? Uh, Batman is a fascist. I took it as pure comedy. Like oh, I didn't yeah. read anything into it. Oh, it was yeah. just comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people are upset about that. Oh whatever. Yeah, exactly. God, stop with the cancel culture, people. Yeah, I mean, stop. Exactly. Yeah, it's just. Can't we just like make fun of things and yeah. just it just be funny? Absolutely. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to. It. So yeah, me too. One, it'll one definitely be. It'll be. Look. I, well, here's what I'll say is. Um, 
I kind of see this in a very similar vein to the way I see the Shazam character in those movies that, that DC came out with. I like this character very much. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out on the big screen. I'm not heavily invested in this character, nor its success. I'm kind of very just looking forward to seeing what they're doing with it. Yeah. It could be very cool, but I'm like, oh my God. Like if they screw up Blue Beetle, I'm out. No. no, no. I'm not like that at all. Right? Now, I am like that with the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. If they screw up saying. the Fantastic yeah. Four or Dr. Like they did Doom, the last time? Oh, I'm out. I, I will not support that whatsoever but you're absolutely correct the blue beetle yeah it's just cool yeah and I, I just think it could be very fun yeah it could be fun uh, but it'll be a movie that i'm um like i'll be i'll be happy to see but i'll be like oh my god i can't wait to go see the blue beetle. Yeah. like oh uh, well if i see it like on saturday instead of friday i'll be okay yeah. but it you know it'll be it's something to, to to look forward to yeah so um we got another trailer for secret invasion and oh boy, did we get another trailer! This was a full. It wasn't like a full minute, minute long. and a half. It was online. It, yeah, it was, it was long. a long trailer. Yeah. Um, we really got some details about the plot. We find out that Nick Fury hasn't been on Earth in a very long time. Uh, as a matter of fact, either faked his own death, or most people think he's dead because he has a grave. Yeah, and um, came back because. Shit's going down and needs his attention, yeah. and it looks like the I, you know part of the plot. I, we're not really sure how this works in in the comic book. Secret Invasion was a very um, concerted effort on on the part of the Skrulls to invade our planet and take over um, individuals in high power, high influence, as well as superheroes. And become those people for an extended period of time to the point where it was, you know, broad spread. Right. Like, you know, uh, we're going to be the president of the United States and then we're going to be the secretary of state. And then we're going to, you know, be the uh, chairman of the board of these four companies. And we're going to, you know, it, it was like pretty concerted effort. It looks like to me that this colony of scrolls that inhabited Earth after the Captain Marvel movie. Um, that Nick Fury helped, you know, kind of at least have a home here on this planet. A faction of them, or a per, some of them, maybe went off and decided to do things on their own and go a different direction. Yeah, that's definitely what I got from the trailer, is that there is a rogue group of scrolls that are infiltrating uh, all facets of government in high-powered places to kind of take over. And Nick Fury c catches wind of this, and Taos is still playing Tal Nick Talos. Talos is still playing Nick Fury, but he comes down onto the planet from wherever sword or wherever he was, and um and, and has to get involved in that. And it looks awesome. And it also looks like those scrolls commit a crime or do something really bad as Nick Fury. Which makes Nick Fury become the most wanted man on the planet. We see Rhodey say that to him when he meets with him. And, you know, you're the most wanted man on the planet. Um, so it looks very, um, you know, cloak and dagger. Yeah. You know, and every one it's of got like a remember that TV show Twenty Four. Yeah. With Keith Sutherland. I mean, it yeah. looks very kind of like that kind of feel, cloak yeah. and dagger. Kind of a, a a mystery type of who done it. I, I think it looks amazing. This is probably one of the most exciting 
excited I've been. Yeah, so uh, Nick Fury is Jack Ryan. Right? right, yeah. Did you know the boogeyman looks under his bed for Jack Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's... So, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm look. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be very. I think this is going to have broad sweeping um, impacts across the Marvel universe. Um, I, as I've alluded to in the past, I do believe many characters that either were in movies or television shows could be revealed to have been scrolls the entire time. Wow. Um, there could be some deaths. That have happened in the past that may be undone because of this. Oh, boy. Um, so we'll kind of see how that plays out. Uh, I, I'm excited for this. It, and it looks like the cast is good. Uh, we, we find out, at least we kind of understand now, Amelia Clark is playing Talos's daughter. Yeah. Who was in Captain Marvel as a as the young you know version of herself. Yeah. But she's a, a scroll. Um, not the scroll queen or... Abigail Brand, theoretically, she may be Abigail Brand in the the future, but we don't know this. But anyway, this is going to be very cool. Uh, The trailer was awesome. Um, He he made allusions to the fact that he may die, Nick Fury, because he says at the end of the trailer, it's time for one fight, one last time, you know, or, you know, like he's like ready to, you know, he's going to go off to his own death or something. So. Look, they're not going to get rid of, you know, as long as Marvel and Disney keep keep paying Samuel Jackson, he's going to keep coming back as this character. No so, um, yeah, yeah, spy thriller, and I'm looking forward to June it. June 21st. It's, we did get that. One of the things that came with this comes out June 21st yeah. was we finally got a date. We knew, again, rumors were this was going to release in May. Uh, there were other rumors that were saying it was going to be delayed, going to be delayed. We finally got a date of June 21st, so it is being delayed. Uh, until June, but June 21st is when it's coming out. Um, this gives us more, you know, ammunition to believe that that Loki season two is coming later, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes um, later in the summer, if not early fall. So we'll kind of figure that out. Um, we got another trailer. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse released a full trailer yeah. again with a lot more detail about the plot of this movie. Yeah, basically outline the plot, right? Yeah. Yeah. That Spider-Man 2099 uh, has basically created this, uh, we'll say, team of Spider-Men and Spider-Women from across the multiverse. Yeah. And they're combating some multiversal threat and this team that he's putting together is is you know kind of comes together periodically into this place that he's created, this central multiverse place that where they can all meet and work together. Um, and for some reason, he doesn't want to have anything to do with with our, our star of the movie. So you can't be part of the team, or you know you're not. Yeah, you're- I th- well, I think uh, Miles has a decision to make: um, either let his father die or save his father. And for some reason, that the implications of him saving his father uh, and changing the course of that his destiny uh, affects the multiverse in a very traumatic oh, really? way. Yeah, so that that's what I got out of it. I mean, I I think that there's there's those type of sacrifices that all of them have made. We even get a clip of uh, of Gwen, Spider Gwen. Uh, you know, oh, in her down, universe, in her universe, how, Peter dies. Yeah, yeah, Peter dies. Instead of Gwen Stacy, always dies in every Peter's universe, but in her universe, Peter's the one that dies. Right. So right. all of them have had this Uncle Ben type move, Aunt May type moment. M- moment, and he hasn't, even though his uncle died in the first one. Uh, the first one, right? He was the, the prowl- bad guy, the Prowler. Yeah. yeah. 
But I think what it is, is that they've determined that it's his father that causes the path of him becoming that Spider-Man. Yeah, but if you remember in the first movie, didn't our, his universe's Peter Parker die in the beginning of the movie, which kind of became... The, it was it, I don't know, and it, but it also looks like uh, we got an idea of who the villain of the movie is, and it, it's uh, Spot or the Spot, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, um, it is very much a, a Miles Morales um, villain, uh, but you know has a tie to the multiverse as well, has the ability right. to open holes into different universes and all kinds of other things. Um, real, but I'm looking forward. To, look, the, the, I've said this multiple times. The uh, into the Spider-Verse was one of my favorite Spider-Man movies ever. I'm really looking forward to this movie. Uh comes out in July, I believe, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh look, I, th- this is I think is going to be be great. And again, it is a two-part movie. So, we know there's going to be some kind of cliffhanger and we're going to get the next uh uh episode of this oh, movie. I totally a, a year forgot and half, about a year that. and a half to I, I think a year and a half later. Oh. Yeah. So. I, I'm so bummed now. I totally forgot that. Yeah. That the, it's a two-parter. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Big cliffhanger. God, I hate cliffhangers. But yeah, it looks spectacular. I mean, it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, and the animation style and, you know, it's just really, really cool. So I'm... I'm uh, I mean, it's no Super Mario Brothers animation. Did you yeah, see that movie? No, I haven't yet, but that movie's kicking ass. Oh, I'm sure it is. Like, it's taken the, the theaters by storm. I, I'm sure it's kicking. Oh, crazy. And then Tomatoes, that vegetable thing, uh, the critics absolutely... Panned it? Panned it rotten. And the, the um, I guess the audience has boosted it to like 94, 95, like one of the highest rated. An- and then the critics pan it. So but crazy. again, it's not trying to win an Oscar. No. It's trying to entertain adults who grew up with Mario. Yes. And entertain children who love Mario. That's yeah. all they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean... I can't. I'm going to see that movie for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. So those are our trailers. Uh, news about another trailer that we have to cover in our news Crazy. section. How many trailers? Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, so rumor was uh, over the weekend that a trailer for the Marvels movie would be dropping tomorrow, Tuesday, April 11th. How crazy is that? that and it was confirmed get... by Marvel today. Yeah. There was a little teaser that they dropped on on uh, Twitter today that said. Trailer coming tomorrow. That so. movie doesn't come out until November, right? Well, it, let's remember this movie was originally scheduled to come out in July, uh-huh. late July, July 25th or something like that originally. They pushed it to November um, for two reasons. One, because of that massive year-long gap that was created with Blade being delayed a, right. a full year. Um they moved it to kind of fill that gap. So now we only have a six, you know, so we're going to go from May to November and then November to the following uh, May. So we've got a li- little bit of a, a less gap to, to worry about. Um, but there was also rumors of major rewrites and reshoots and, you know, friction on the set and all this other stuff. And look, <laughs> I'll say it's it, a lot of it's rumor. Um, there's as many people saying that the, the movie is doing very well and the cast of characters has gotten along very well and it's doing just fine. And while there are reshoots, they're not massive. And, you know, Uh so there's all kinds of rumors on both sides. There's a tremendous amount of spin going on about this movie, which leads me to believe that, you know, some of it could be true. Uh, The test screenings have absolutely 
were abysmal and they re- did some reshoots. That could be true. Maybe it's not. Maybe there isn't. And, and all the cast members are getting along. There's no animosity and everything. Everybody's hunky-dory. But, I mean, the fact that there's so much... Uh, well, the fact that we know nothing about this movie, yeah, which is, I believe, the reason why this trailer's coming out tomorrow, is we know... Tomorrow is in April 11th, 11th 2023. Yeah. We know nothing about the plot who the villain is, where this movie takes place. We know the three characters are in it. We have no idea how they get together. What you know, we know nothing about We don't know how anything. they switch places. We know nothing. Nothing about right. nothing. So, I think that's one of the reasons that this and again, this is a teaser. This is not the full, you know, minute long trailer. This is just a teaser. So, yeah. I mean, think of uh, expect a 30 second, you know, spot to kind of just at least let us know what's going on. Um I don't even think they're going to let us know what's going on. I think it's just going to be flashes of scenes to get an idea of what the film will look like. I don't think we're going to be revealed anything to do with the plot or anything like that. I I hope I'm wrong, but I have a feeling it will be a teaser just to give us a flash of Monica. So let me ask you a question. Do you think we will get a full trailer for this movie with guardians in May? No, really? Yeah. No, Mm-hmm. I, and I, I told you when you mentioned that this was coming out, I, I told you I was surprised. Yeah, I was shocked. surprised that they were going to be releasing a, a teaser or a trailer this early uh, simply because of the delays. And, and it seems very early to start the marketing for this yeah. movie. Um, but I, you you and I have said this repeatedly. This is probably the movie we are least excited for this year. Of because all we know the nothing about are, it. Well, but good for good reason. Yeah. But even if we knew something about it, I don't think we'd be very excited no, no, about no, it. No, no, no. This is so low on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, uh, look, I we'll get into this here in a couple of weeks when we do a preview. But it at this point in time, I think it is safe to say that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three has to be good. Yeah. Or because we know that Marvel's has been on a very downtrend mm-hmm. since Phase Four started, and now with the beginning of Phase Five. Everything is still trending down. Yeah. We haven't had a really good Marvel movie in a long time. Or series. Uh, well, series, yeah. It, recently. The first yeah. year we had had several. But, um, yeah, so there's been a downtrend. Guardians has to be good. Yeah. If it's... And I don't think... Look, we trust James Gunn. We love these characters. We kind of have a feeling of what's going to happen. I think it's going to be good. I... I it better be, but I think it will be. Yeah. So I trust in that. <laughs> but the next film that they're coming out with is the Marvels. And if they go from, okay, good Guardians movie to bad Marvels movie, I mean, then we're like, we're just back to where we were. You well, know? you know, the big shift in Marvel and the big re- redirect here is, you know, uh, push everything back and uh, quality over quantity, which you and I both agree is a great thing, is a good thing. Uh, as fans, we want more. We want both, right? As a selfish fan, I want quality and quantity. <laughs> right. I want you to release a lot of stuff, and I want it to all be very good. Right. right. But if I had to pick one, quality would, would trump quantity for sure. So uh, Marvel is shifting a lot of stuff, uh, I, I think, moving forward. Well, and that um, just leads me to believe you can't then come out with stinkers if no. you're doing this, right? If you delayed this movie, you know, three months, four months, you know, three and a half months, if you delayed this movie three and a half months to get it right, 
well, then you better get it right. Yeah. You know, why are you delaying it if it, if it changed nothing? Right. right. Um, so yeah, I, Look, we'll, we'll, stay we'll tuned. See. We'll cover yeah, we'll, we'll cover the tuned. teaser next uh, next week. Uh, and speaking of other delays, um, so the rumor is the Loki season two full trailer is done, um, and we should be expecting to see that sometime in the next several weeks. Um, I don't know if Marvel would take away any of the kind of promotion and momentum around um, Guardians three. It might be right after that, though, you know, where they release this trailer. Because, again, the theory is looking at Marvel's and Disney, because it's not just Marvel anymore that shares the Disney Plus space. Um, we, we'll have Secret Invasion starting at the end of June. Oh, Loki agrees, right? <laughs> uh, we have uh, Secret Invasion starting at the end of June. We'll probably run through the end of July, early August. Um Looks like do we did we get a release date for Ashoka? Uh, I believe they did. Was it August? Yeah, because we got that full trailer. It looks amazing. Yeah. So if that that if there's an August release date for that, that tells me that they're going to run through that and then Loki would follow on, yeah. kind of like in the September time. Frame. I don't think we get a trailer uh, for for Loki. Not this close to Guardians. Well, and the one thing that's still out there. You know, look, we, we covered this on our last episode, you know, Jonathan Majors being arrested, um, you know, since then, you know, there's been some retractions of stories or he has not been formally charged. He has not been arraigned. He's not you court know. date in May. Yeah, I think uh, Marvel is playing this uh, really close to the vest. Right. And they're wait- think- it's a wait and see. Of course. It sounds like to me that they believe that when he does finally go to court in May, he will be fully exonerated and cleared of all these charges. If that's the case, hey, you know, business as usual. And so to your point, Titanium, they wouldn't release a trailer until that's done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, re- regardless if he's exonerated, regardless if if it's been recanted in the story and she's taking blame for everything, like he sent out the texts and his lawyer's very good, uh, immediately started getting her to sign things that uh, he did nothing. He did nothing. Um, but the fact is, is that she had physical marks on herself. There was um, some kind of altercation and she went to the hospital and, and that's in the report. So it, this is going to be so interesting to see how this plays out. And if, well, here's what we know. Some... We know Loki season two is has been completed. Yes. They're done filming it. Yes. It is in the can. It is w- just waiting to be released to Disney+. Plus. So push it back until this plays out. But they're not going to redo it. No. But they're going to push it back until this plays out. So here, here's my question to you, Titanium. Um, let's say he's guilty and okay. ends up going to prison. Yep. Do you release the series? Interesting because he's a huge part of that series. Um, not saying that they wouldn't recast him because right? they probably likely would. I think it's easier. And I said this on Twitter. I think it's easier to recast him than to change the whole storyline. Cause you have Kang. You have well, that's to, my point yeah. is that they've already done Loki season two with him as the, you know, the, the villain in the mo- in yeah. the series. That doesn't say you can't recast him in any future projects like Kang Dynasty and Secret War and all the other Correct. things going forward. You could, um, because those haven't even begun filming yet. 
But I'm saying you're going to have to have Loki season two come out because from what we understand, it plays a huge role in the plot of those future projects. Huge. <laughs> so, so, so do you release it if he's guilty? I, uh, boy, this is going to be interesting. And, and again, so sticky. Let's just wait and see what happens. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to. Likely, likely that this comes. He allegedly did something. Yeah. He allegedly committed a crime and allegedly Marvel is going to wait and see allegedly, or maybe they've already made up their mind, but you're, you're right, professor. That is a, a tough, tough question to even answer right yeah, now. Yeah. And I just don't think we know the answer to that. And, and so what it tells me is that, look, maybe there were some good reasons to delay this show to like the fall time frame. So we'll see. I, I, and again, until we get an official announcement, I get, that's why I was excited about Secret Invasion finally coming, a uh, trailer coming out. We now have a date. Yes. Official announcement. Official right? announcement. Right, and, so. and always hold your breath for an official announcement. Right, exactly. That's why I don't think Loki, the trailer will come out. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, another rumor that's out there that has yet to be confirmed or denied um, is we heard that uh, as Marvel was pulling back on some of the projects that... Um, we may only get two Disney Plus series this year, um, Secret Invasion and Loki Season 2. We expect a special presentation around the holiday time frame, uh, October time frame around Halloween, which they did last year as well, which would only be like a one-shot thing. But there was heavy rumors that X-Men 97 would still come out this right. year. Yes. That it was still going to be released before the end of the calendar year. Which at least. is an animated show. Which has been... They've been working on this for a long time. Right. Um, and they're... So this is now being rumored to be pushed back into 2024. Um, the showrunner for the show, you know, when the rumor started hitting, came out and said, no news to announce. Just please be patient. Yeah. We'll have we'll have something to tell you. Um, I'm, I'm of the mindset, look, if this comes out great, if it doesn't, you know, I, I, I'm not upset, but I, I kind of wish it would come out. But then I'm like, OK, well, who cares? If you're saying it's not going to come out for a year, yeah, that would piss me off. But yeah. if you're saying, well, no, it'll be like sometime early 2024, then fine. early 2024 I can deal with. Fine. Yeah, I, I. But think- what's? But again, at this point in time, Titanium, it's like then they're just delaying stuff for the sake of delaying it because this is an animated show. Yes, it's already been done. Yeah. What else do you have to do? Are- it's not like you're reshooting stuff or you're you're polishing the special effects and all this other stuff. That's why they're delaying some of these. Are things. they are they drinking the Kool Aid, the the superhero fatigue Kool Aid? I guess, and they're trying to push stuff back, which is titanium. And I'm telling you, yeah, I think that could the happen. success or failure of some of the, the projects they have coming up early this year. Again, we know Guardians. how much of a flop Ant Man was, as much as you loved it, allegedly <laughs> flop, <laughs> uh, financial flop as well. Um, Guardians should be good. Yeah. But then say Secret Invasion flops. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Then you got a problem. And then you go into Loki season two. And that may be affected by this news we just talked about. And yeah. then you go into the Marvels. Ooh. Who right. knows? Boy, and then that well, then that would say, okay, yeah, we're taking we're hitting a big time pause button. You know, we're boom, you know, we're we're emergency halt. Yeah. Uh stop all machines. We need to get this stuff right. Um, I mean, what if they move Echo up and push Loki back until the Jonathan Major thing plays out? And if he they is found do guilty, that. that's in the can. I mean, that's that's just my theory that maybe Boy, that'd maybe be that a could huge have, disappointment. It would though. be very disappointing. That, but just to kind of, 
uh, pacify fans from Loki being pushed even further and for the, give them time to do reshoots? I guess they could do that. I mean, because Echo's been done as as we believe. Who knows? Have you heard anything about Agatha? Nothing. Well, they've been filming. That's all. Yes. You know, we've seen those scenes, but yeah, you've heard nothing about the plot nothing. or anything like that. Nope. Um, and you know what? What Captain America Four is scheduled to be released a year from now. Yeah. And um, and you know, a year from May. And they're shooting down in Atlanta. They're just begun, yeah. right? Filming. So, all right. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> speaking of. Uh, you know, Guardians ramped up their promotion for the the Guardians three movie when tickets went on sale last week. Uh, new snippets and trailers and little one shots and thirty second hit things here and there and actors coming on YouTube and doing stuff and having little short commercials. I'm going dark, dude. I, I don't want to watch all this stuff because, yeah. frankly, so much. So they did the same thing. They they do it all the time. They did so much of that for Amy and the Wasp that it definitely ruined it for me i mean i knew what that whole movie was about by the time the movie came out i'm i'm stopping with all this ant-man and the wasp i i think james gunn's smarter than that i think he has a say in what can be shown and what's not i i think he's smarter than that and i don't think he's gonna let on as much as i hope not ant-man and the wasp uh but you're right that that trailer and well a lot of it was you know the rumors and the script being leaked and all all of that but yeah I'm not going dark yet because I just watched the feature today, um, but I'll probably go dark soon, and we got to decide on when we're going to see that. Yeah, we we do need to buy our tickets, but yeah. uh, you know, at the same time, I, I you w- this is a pattern that these studios have gotten into. You know, they want you to get excited about the movie, they want you to pre-buy your tickets, and then they want to get you excited about you know bringing friends and seeing it multiple times and all this other stuff. I get it. I don't need to see new scenes and, you know, show me more and more stuff every time you keep coming out with new commercials because you're just I've seen enough. I, I, I have seen enough. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, okay. So can I buy my ticket and then opt out of all that other stuff? You know, can I just <laughs> opt out, hit the opt yeah. out button? Yeah. You know, just don't look at your phone or yeah, social media. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is easy yeah. nowadays. Um, so anyway, I, I'm going to go dark, at least on this movie, because I don't want it to be spoiled because I really am looking forward to this one. Yeah, me too. Um, Understand the uh, Thunderbolts movie is going through a massive rewrite. Um, so the writer of the Thunderbolts movie was the same writer behind uh, Black Widow. Um, so that'll tell you enough, uh, at least as much as you need to know about why it might be going through some rewrites. Um, from what we understand, the original script focused too much on the characters we already knew very well. And not enough on the other members of the team. Like so, there's so let's just say uh, Yelena Belova and uh, Red Guardian and um, Winter Soldier were kind of the primary focus of the entire script, and the other supporting characters were kind of just like left off on the side. From what we understand, the rewrites are now in- incorporating all of the characters who are going to be part of the team. Um, and so that's going through some rewrites now. Um, understand that, you know, obviously they haven't even started filming that movie yet, but that, you know, comes out in a year and a half. So we'll kind of see where they're going with that. Yeah, but I think that's a smart move. Yeah. yeah. I, again, get it right. You know, yeah. again, we'd said this about Blade. No reason to make a bad Blade movie. Get Blade right and then make the movie. 
We know the Fantastic Four has gone through major script rewrites. They fired the the guy and they hired somebody completely to rewrite yeah. the script. Right. So that's that's major right there. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good sign. But yeah, I heard Blade is going to be rated R now. Mahershala Ali is definitely that was one of the things that he said. No, I'm not doing this unless it's rated R. It has to be rated R, like Deadpool three has to be rated R. So I think he's going to get his way. That's awesome. But yeah, it, um. Uh, General Ross is in uh, Captain America, New World Order, right? I think General Ross will be President Ross in Captain America, New World Order. And it's possible that by the end of the movie, he's Red Hulk. Okay. So we might see him in Thunderbolts? Red Hulk? Yeah. Yes. That'd be awesome. That I, Again, we know... Um, the leader is coming back for Captain America, New World Order. Yeah. Um, in the comic books, the leader um, was very much involved with um, Thunderbolt Ross's transformation into the Red Hulk. Got it. Um, and so I think that that is part of the plot line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they've come out and said that we're not going to hide the Red Hulk. He's going to be up front and center promotions, trailers. Yeah, but I don't know how much of he's going to be part of that movie. Yeah, I okay. think he'll I think. Um, and th what's interesting is isn't when does any Indiana Jones four oh, come God. out? It comes out in June next year. No, this, this year. year. Okay, so he just uh, dropped a trailer. Yeah, that's fine. So I, I thought it was next year. So it, this year, that's fine. There's no conflict there. Um, but, yeah, you know that Harrison Ford is going to be a very big part. I think he will be, as President Ross, will be featured heavily in Captain America 4. Yeah. And I think by the end of that movie, it will be revealed, oh, my gosh, that he's the Red Hulk. Right? Awesome. You know, so. But, I, and again, I'm just making, I'm assuming. Because I believe he's going to be a very big part of the Thunderbolts plot. You Good. Know? Anyway. Um. So uh, something that good, I don't know if uh, I'm sure you paid attention to this being a big Star Wars fan as you are, Titanium, uh, you know, Star Wars Celebration was just this past weekend, a uh, big kind of internal conference that um, that uh, Lucasfilm or Disney kind of puts on to really kind of promote what they've got going on with Star Wars. Finally got a lot of the news that a lot of the fans yeah. have been waiting for for a long time. They announced about a couple of movies, which movies, television shows, yeah. a bunch of stuff. Um, but was very successful, well attended, fans loved it. Yeah. Um and now they're talking about well why aren't we doing the same thing for Marvel? Yeah. And while Marvel has participated in San Diego Comic-Con and and their Disney Plus Day and D23, D23 and all those other things they're now saying why don't we just do an Avengers Con? Very similar to DC. No. Well, yes, but if you remember in Ms. Marvel, the television show, they went to Avengers Con. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Um, but they're talking about maybe doing one now, doing a Marvel Con or Avengers Con. Uh, That'd be great. That. Um, yeah. Look, I, 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 you've seen studios say more or save more for their own conferences or events than they have shared in these public things like Comic-Con. If that's the way you want to do it, fine, do it. I mean, I'd rather you do that than not say anything all year long, which yeah. is what they're doing right now. Yeah. They're not saying anything. Yeah. You know, so. 
Big flux. They're yeah. on, they're in a big flux. But yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think uh, eliminate some of the stuff from Comic Con because I think that's run its course. Um, plus, I'm plus we never get tickets. Plus, we never got in. <laughs> Bitter as shit about that. Um, do your own thing. Spread out. And and you're saying, well, it's Disney. Disney wants to kind of have that hype all for themselves. But Disney let Star Wars do their own thing. So why not let them do their own right. thing? Right. Uh, it's it's you know one of the biggest brands they have. I'd, I'd rather them do that than have these non-events. Because remember how disappointed we were for for D twenty three. Oh, it was very disappointing. And it was like, wait a minute, what? What? What'd you announce? We what? knew all that. Yeah, and gave us nothing. Nothing. Right. Um, all right. Well, let's get to our top of the week. Uh, we'll we'll transition. Uh, another big uh, firing at Disney. Um, between our last show and now, and that was the dismissal of Ike Perlmutter, uh, who at the time was chairman of Marvel Entertainment. But um, Ike has a... Oh, and by, by the way, this is brought to us by our friends at Studio GG Studios. Can't forget them. Home of the man, band, corn of the cob. Thanks, Studio, Studio G. G. Thank you. Uh, for bringing us the top of the week. Um, but Ike was... Uh, he has a very long history with Marvel... Uh, was chairman of the company back in the 90s uh, of Marvel Comics and Marvel Entertainment in general, uh, who owned comics. And at the time, the company was not doing very well financially. Sales of comic books had waned. Um, The company was on the verge of bankruptcy. And he almost single-handedly saved the company Mm -hmm. and the way that he did it was by selling off the intellectual property to other companies so if you want to blame anybody for why sony owns the rights to spider-man and why fox owned the rights to the x-men uh and the fantastic four it's because of ike perlmutter that being said, it probably saved the company's bacon. The company yeah. itself would have been insolvent had it not been for that decision right. to do that. Um, but he did that, and that's why Universal Studios has the rights to you know all the Marvel characters in their their theme parks and all those other. It's because of Ike Perlmutter. He did that to basically save the company. Um, uh, but he was also responsible for Disney's acquisition of Marvel mm-hmm. subsequently. Um, he worked directly with Disney on that acquisition, um, and when Disney bought uh, Marvel, um, he came over as part of that acquisition and and was in charge of Marvel Entertainment, the arm underneath of Disney now. Um, so he ran Marvel Entertainment when it first got bought by Disney. And most famously, he tried to fire Kevin Feige. Yeah. And that's kind of what he's been known for. Um if you remember, there were kind of two divisions of Marvel Entertainment at the time. There's Marvel Studios and there was Marvel Television. They operated independently while trying to kind of be in sync with each other. Marvel Television very much in charge of the television shows on ABC primarily that were uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, was the primary show that they had out. Um, and then all the Netflix series were also done by Marvel Television as well. There were some a couple of things on Hulu as well that they did at, at that t- point in time. Then you had Marvel Studios. But um, Ike was in charge of both, was overseeing both. Uh, during the first Doctor Strange movie, uh, Ike was uh, trying to cut the budget and was not sure as why they were doing certain things. And he went to Bob Iger and said he wanted to fire Kevin Feige. 
And not only did Bob Iger refuse, but he basically removed um, Marvel Studios out from underneath of Ike Perlmutter and put it underneath Bob Iger. Yeah. He basically carved out Marvel Studios into its own entity and left Ike Perlmutter in charge of Marvel Television. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how that was resolved. We obviously know that was a pretty good decision yeah. by them. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. He, he was... Um there's also uh, a little history there where he tried to kind of take over the board in a hostile takeover uh, as one of the largest shareholders of uh, Disney or Marvel of, of Disney. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And uh, he tried to another billionaire friend of him, of his, he tried to get on the board and, uh, and vote into the board and tried to try to strong on the board to get another friend of his on the board of directors to, outvote Iger and some of the things that were happening uh, that he disagreed with. Um, so mm-hmm. he, he's very controversial. He's a conservative guy. Um, and I don't think that went well with Hollywood. And I think... Um, well, and he was also very uh, budget conscious. He was very yes. always looking to cut costs in favor of... Um, profits. Profits, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, look... I'd rather spend less and make less than spend more and make more. That was his, his philosophy. Right. right? Um, And so that was a really, especially that was when Marvel studios was growing and trying to make investments to grow. Mm -hmm. And he was always looking to cut budgets and and things like that. He didn't want silver Mark fame. Most famously, he wanted to cut the budget of uh, Captain America civil war. He didn't think we needed all of those superheroes in that movie. And he's like, you know how much money we're spending on, on the cast of this movie. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's not even an Avengers movie. Why are we spending all this? He wanted to cut the cast in half and Kevin Feige's like, no, this is your no. This is the whole point of the, the yeah. vision here, right? Yeah, I I, I think um, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, I I think he also, uh, um, you know, I don't know. It's it's well, high level investor pretty, stockholders, pretty famous gaffes. I mean, one of the gaffes, if you remember. Uh, the Inhumans were on the Marvel Studios uh, roadmap for many, many years as yeah. a as a movie to be made in the roadmap. Uh, when the separation occurred, and when Marvel Studios kind of got separated out from Marvel Television, Ike fought for the rights to the Inhumans, and he got them as part of that divorce, you know, yeah. and was able to make the Inhumans television show, which ended up being on ABC television, which was a massive yeah. flop yeah. and a massive gaffe. And so you wonder why we have the Eternals versus the Inhumans in the MCU. It's because the Inhumans were basically burnt yeah. by Ike Perlmutter. Well, I, I, I think he was more less of a creative guy and less of a geek and more of a businessman, so yeah. um, you know. And he had been, you know, neutered and demoted so many times. So across many times. I that think he was a, he was a chairman of Marvel Entertainment, which effectively was really like kind of the comic books and you know some of comic the, books in like uh, ex, like toys and shit toys. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like it, I think the the annual revenue of his division of Marvel was like $80 million a year, which is less than the budget of most Marvel tele- yeah. movies, you know? So it's yeah, just crazy. I mean, there's big cuts going along with those executives. There's, well, they, there's a lot of chopping. But Iger came in and said, we're cutting costs. Yeah. And one of those things we're going to do is we're going to take this massive executive who ha- probably has a, you know, 
seven seven to eight figure salary, you yeah. know, and we're gonna yeah, we're gonna cut that guy off, right? Top and bottom. They're letting a lot of people go over at Disney. So yeah. um well Alonzo, that the the lady that they let go as well. Um for obviously for other reasons, but yeah, Disney's going through a lot of weird things right now. It's it's the the direction uh uh, is is very unusual, uh, and the ideology behind it is is very unusual. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And I think that that's been some of my concern. Is that I I think for for years they were very upfront and vocal and shared a lot with social media and with the media in general, and they wanted to get the audience excited about what they had going on, and that was very exciting for all of us, right, as fans. And we've seen a big departure from that here recently. They're very quiet. They don't make a lot of official announcements. Yeah. They don't come out and tell us what's going on. Weird. And so the only thing we can judge them by right now is what they're producing and putting out in front of us. Yeah. And over the last year and a half, all of that has been less than spectacular. Yeah. I mean, everything since Spider-Man No Way Home has been eh. Yeah. Eh. Okay. Um, even and, the park, the park revenues are down. I mean, Disney's, right. he, he, you know, they, they think Iger's going to come in there and, and save and re redirect them and, and get them moving in the right direction. And I, and I hope he does, but they're not going in the right direction right now. That's for sure. Profit wise and, and, and everything else. So I'm hoping this slowdown and a focus on quality instead of quantity helps, but uh, to say all the other mess that's going on with these high-level executives and 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 carving out this and and cutting this, um, you know, I don't know. I, I nothing to do with Marvel, but the the parks are another issue. I mean, they they have some serious damage control to do to those parks because they're bleeding and and they need to stop that hemorrhaging. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, it plays out for us because Marvel's a huge part of that. So. All right, well, very good. All we professor. can do is hold our breath. That's so. right. Great show, Professor. The bell has rung. Let's call it a day. All right, well, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week for more Super Talk. To get in touch with us on social media, hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone. Mm-hmm.